You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. And my name is Rob. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Super excited about this episode. A lot of uh, cool stuff going on. There is a lot of cool stuff going on. And Rob, normally we would not be here in the studio this week. That's right. We would be, well, you would be, I would be here. Uh, I don't know. You kind of talked about the fact that you wanted to go to CES. Yeah, we? it would be fun. No doubt about it. Not this year. Definitely not mm. this year. That conference has more people than any other conference I've ever been to. Yeah, It's it shoulder sounds... to shoulder for days on end. Yeah, probably not going to happen in 2021. Yeah, probably not. At least not in the beginning of the year, but uh, hopefully we can assume that things will get back to normal probably by probably by the summer. Um, but that said, someone is making waves in the drone industry this year, and they decided to use CES 2021 as their place to make waves. And actually, Rob, we were kind of joking at the first year that we're not at CES since the inception of DroneU, and then boom, awesome drone arrives, and we're like, come on. Yeah, well, the last couple of years I know have been disappointing in that regard, that there has been very little from the drone world at CES, and then all of a sudden, Sony delivers. And here it is. And here's the but thing. But it's virtual. It is, yeah, that's the, that, yeah, that's the thing. I guess I hope it's going well, but just not the same, obviously. It's just not the same. And in all honesty, like they asked us to be media again this year. And CES is one of my absolute favorite conferences. And it was just like every time I've told media, yeah, we'll be there. I never end up going and I never end up taking the time because it's just not that engaging. Anyway, long story short is um, I kind of regret that decision because, you know, Sony launches their new AirPeak drone. And for all of you who haven't been able to see that or see information on it, we're talking about a pretty fairly sized quadcopter. It looks like maybe 13, 15 inch props. We're not really sure because there's no specifications on this particular drone. But Sony has really excited people I would say, actually, I would argue, Rob, I've never seen so many people actually excited about a new drone release. Really? That's a big statement. It is a big statement. And I think the reason why is because we have seen so many photographers realize how they could take their camera, their existing like main camera, and then strap it to a powerful aircraft easily and still be able to control that camera and use it to its greatest capabilities. And so, so what else are... Because we don't know a lot about the drone, right? I mean, that seems to be pretty clear. I've been all over and there's very little to be found as to, like you just said, specs and so forth. But so what excites you about the drone? What excites me about this drone is a couple of things. Number one, this looks like to be a prosumer grade drone. If you haven't seen the images, we'll show them now. But you can see that the arms are angled a lot like what an Inspire would look like. But it also looks like the bottom of those arms also have Inspire-like uh, legs. I'm guessing that holds the antenna because this 
new AirPeak drone has articulating or folding landing gear. And it says that the gimbal can carry any Sony Alpha Series camera, which is a pretty big deal because those cameras, while light, are still range heavily in, well, size and CG, center of gravity, for the gimbal. And what really struck out to me, Rob, was if you look at the extreme size of the motors on the gimbal and on the aircraft itself, Hmm. You'll notice not just how wide they are, but also how tall they are, insinuating that they have an extreme amount of torque. So that being said, this is definitely, and I, you know, I was talking to uh, one of my good friends, Gavin, about this. This is, re- re- I mean, even the lights look like these are DJI lights. Like, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. That arm, it looks, it almost looks like a DJI bird. And I really wonder what kind of parts are being used in this because, ladies and gentlemen, Let's think about this, right? Phantom 3, what sensor has been in most of DJI's drones before they bought Hasselblad? Good old Sony. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, has Sony just kind of been like like watching DJI's success and seeing everything that's going on? Well, like we talked about, they were they were watching not from afar, but you've got to imagine they were in some pretty uh, intimate meeting, shall we say, an intimate engagement as to specs and so forth in order that they could manufacture their sensors to fit the DJI drones. So, so they obviously have learned more than the average electronics producer. Well, and I think the other reason why people are so excited about this is because what you're alluding to is that because they're such a large manufacturer of electronics, it seems like Sony might be best positioned to actually scale the manufacturing of this aircraft. Is that what you're trying to allude to? Yeah, absolutely. And and to not only have the scale of the scalability potential, is that a, is that an okay phrase? Yeah. But also to have had Potentially, I mean, we don't know this, but it stands to logic, an inside track as to some of the technology and how it works and how it all comes together. I've got to imagine they have some knowledge that most wouldn't have because their sensors were included on the drones. It is. Just makes sense. It does make sense, but there's also a lot of fine details here that showcase that this AirPeak drone is looks to be a lot more than, quote-unquote, a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Well, we're also talking about... Notice the lens that's on the camera. It looks like Sony has really beefed up this gimbal so to allow creators as to the ability to put on different lenses on their particular camera, on their aircraft, to really add a lot of flexibility that other aircraft simply don't have. And I mean, kind of like what Gavin was saying, I mean, what Sony gave us is what we've been asking from DJI for years, which yeah. is a true platform. I mean, look at that thing. And it, you'll see images that, if you haven't, um, that's a heavy camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is not a light camera that that thing is carrying. I can't help but, well, so a couple things. Let, let's dig in a little bit. Do we have, I don't think we do, but any idea what it's expected to cost? Or? So this is a really good question because, again, I was talking to a couple of people about what their thoughts are on it. And it's actually really surprising to see some of the reaction online where people are like, this, if it doesn't cost what a Mavic does, I don't care. And it's like, okay, well, this drone wasn't made for you, <laughs> you know, because this drone is going to be, in my opinion, I think it's probably going to be a minimum of five grand. That's an uh, interesting comment. Which one? If it doesn't cost the same as a Mavic, I mean, uh, look so at I, what it's carrying. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, the camera that it's carrying costs literally five times the, ca- yeah. the camera on the Mavic 2 Pro. But the point is what it's capable of Correct. In, in terms of the, the sensor that it can carry. Anyways. The thing is, is you could use this drone on set. 
Seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, it's pr- it, it, I'm going to compare this AirPeak drone to the FreeFly Astro because they're both extremely powerful. We assume so. And we're making assumptions. They look like extremely powerful aircraft. This particular aircraft makes me even more excited than FreeFly only because of Sony's track record of bringing stellar products to the market. But a lot of photographers are worried about the user experience, Rob. Yeah, and and there's, you know, time will tell what that looks like. I've again, I've got to imagine um, they'll have something good for us there. But but we'll see. Another question I have. Obviously, you love Sony's. A lot of people do, but there are Canon fans and Icon, not Icon, Nikon, Nikon um, fans. So, do we know anything about whether other sensors other than Sony will be able to fit this thing? And, you know, that's another fantastic question as well, because, you know, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, man, if Sony makes it super easy and seamless to take your A7S III and throw it on AirPeak, well, are you going to be able to throw dual sensors on there, too? Because if so, then this is a true platform. I mean, I mean, it. this is exciting, Rob. I got to say the obstacle avoidance that they're showing on this does not look Butch League. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the details do not look Butch League. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. And then so it also gets me wondering the reference to the Mavic 2 Pro or, or just the Mavic in general. Obviously, Sony's been involved in those types of consumer drones using their smaller sensors built for drones. Stands to reason they would put them on one of their own produced drones. I would be excited to know what that looks like. Kind of a market evolution right there. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, who knows what kind of agreement they have um, in that regard with, uh, with DJI, if any. Um, obviously, DJI is not doing anything like this for the most part, so it makes sense why they're allowed to do this. I say allowed as if we know something about their agreements, which we don't. No. Um, but it's very cur- It's just very curious. It's very exciting, and it's Sony, and so that uh, is reason enough to be excited. It's beyond reason enough to be excited. And you know what the other aspect of this, Rob, is look at the timing of this. I know a lot of people, and Autarian kind of leaked it a few months ago. Uh, So if anything, we all knew about it thanks to Autarian. But we all knew that the DJI ban was coming. We just didn't know if it was going to be in the NDAA or if it was going to be on the entity list. And the president of the United States went up to Congress and said, entity list. To be clear, is not a ban, but correct going back. But also, in fact, actually, I would say it's a very good thing for the drone industry, but it also all opens the door for other manufacturers to come swooping in, mm-hmm. you know, and look at Sony. Sony is not a Chinese company. Yeah. Uh, American drone manufacturers, you know, Skydio's confidence, I think, would be hitting the floor right now. If I were reading about that, I know Skydio is celebrating their innovation award. Merry Christmas, guys. But remember, if with, there's one thing that we've learned from politicians, no one likes being yelled at. <laughs> Even if they're right. So uh, That's my lesson. Anyway, I've had to learn that hard lesson, too. i got to be humble here. Right, Rob? I mean, come on. Let's, let's call spade a spade. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I so, prefer not to be yelled at. Thank uh, you very much. But I mean, like, you know, how much... Is it going to matter that it's not a Chinese company? And I was kind of talking that to Gavin because all these creators are really excited, right? Sony just gave all of everyone who's ever invested in a Sony camera another reason 
to be excited or another value add, which yeah. is having this particular aircraft, but also having it in the prosumer way that it's built. I mean, this is no Mavic 2 Pro. You know, this thing is going to be able to go on set. It's going to be able to to go over boats, all at kinds least of stuff. in theory at this point. Correct. Right. We don't obviously know for sure. Another question about this thing, Paul, is the how it's going to link and what what sort of linkage it's going to have to the remote and being able to stay connected, right? I mean, do you have do we have any idea what they're using for that? So that's a really good question because I was actually talking to Walt uh, Walter Lappert from Triad Drones uh, about this recently, just kind of talking about you know the HearLink system. What are the alternatives to OcuSync? And the HearLink system is kind of like what the Cube is using, uh, or it's the most. Um, how do I say this? It's uh, it's the best option right now. That's at least what I'm seeing from my friends. I don't have the experience on that. I can't speak from experience on that. That's why I'm saying that because normally we do speak from experience. Uh, I'm not sure I answered your question. We don't know. There we go. What is the HearLink system? The HearLink system is essentially a Chinese equivalent of OcuSync. And it's you mean a Japanese or a Chinese? Oh, no, no. Chinese. Chinese. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so whenever you are... you, I don't know, this is a really, really, really powerful point, Rob. You really just hit on something that I think every American manufacturer and every politician who thinks they know what they're talking about regarding security and drones, you just nailed it. Yeah, my assumption was Japanese for obvious reasons. No. Interesting. But we don't know that they're using that. We don't know if That's Sony a, is using that. Correct. I would assume. I, w- I would assume if Sony were smart, the answer is no, and they create their own proprietary system. They have the resources. Uh, and the history. Don't yeah. forget, they've been in film for a very long time. Yeah. So anyway, huh. that being said, this is exciting for a few reasons. Number one, it's a large camera manufacturer getting into the game. This should scare the crap out of Canon. Everybody. Nikon. Olympus. It should also scare people like Freefly, and we like Freefly. It should also scare people like Skydio, Neutral. It should <laughs> should also uh, scare other manufacturers as well. But the key point too, num- point number two, is availability. You asked that question. When is it going to be available? We do not know. Don't forget, Freefly said expect the Astro in January. Um, I don't think we're there yet. Bobby Watts from Watts Innovation said, expect the prism in January. Bobby Watts delivered, okay? The prism is out. That guy is posting on his Instagram. It's so cool to see. Dude, Bobby Watts has got to be the most inspirational guy in the drone industry right now just because he doesn't take no for an answer, and he does so, so eloquently. Like, he's a small guy who says, I'm going to deliver, and he does it. Like, I mean, dude, you are the man. Like, really, like, you really are. I mean, because we have seen other manufacturers, Skydio, X2, where's that? You know, and here's the thing is that like when it comes to promises, he promised and he delivered. And I just want to take a quick point to say that the main, one of the only competitors to deliver on their promises so far is Bobby Watts. So that said, great job, buddy. We do not know when the air peak is going to be here. Okay. Reason number three, people are, are excited. This gimbal looks extremely strong and it looks like it's, we're going to have a lot of options on lenses. So people who already own existing lenses, well, 
it looks like you are in business. Okay, number four, we already talked about payload flexibility with lenses. One of the other things that I think is extremely powerful about this particular aircraft is the design details. The fact that we're, you can see Sony is focused on not obstructing the camera in any way. They also provided an FPV camera for the pilot. So it looks like this could be a dual pilot operation. Another reason, number four reason to be really excited about this drone what was one of the biggest issues with DJI and still continues to be an issue with DJI, the M300? I've got this unbelievable crash and we're seeing a lot of M300 crashes right now because of pilots are saying it's battery error, but we all know when pilots say that it could, it's a 50-50. It could either have been pilot error or battery error, but DJI, and again, not showcasing battery voltage on main screen, not teaching people about battery dynamics and basic battery functionality. Hmm. Pilots need to know about that stuff in order to avoid problems. It's just like I was actually talking to Gavin. I'm like, if one of the things that people are worried about with AirPeak is the user interface, because Sony is known for complex user interface. If you've ever used an A6300, A6700, A6000, A7, A7S, R, you know, it's a, it's a complex menu. It's mm -hmm. not really like user friendly. If the AirPeak isn't user friendly, Everything that I just said about excitement is kind of out the window because if it's not easy to use, it's not going to be uh, well-received, hmm. okay? Well, easy to use is a relative term, and I think also you've got to balance ease of use with the user interface and capability. So if it's incredibly capable and you can put a camera like that on it for five grand, let's say, just again, guessing, then you put up with a little bit less of a of a, a user interface that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You'll yeah, put I up do. with more in terms of user interface. I do, I do. And I was just sitting here kind of trying to think about all the points that I wanted to hit about why people are excited because I was on number four and I thought I was going down the point that you were just saying and now I'm like kind of confused about where I am with this whole thing. <laughs> My um, bad. No, no, it's not your fault at all. Um, well, there's there's so many unknowns, so it's hard to know exactly what to be excited about. It and is, but what is exciting is that what is the number one problem of DJI competitors, even Skydio, and and we warned this. I mean, the the proof was in the pudding with Colin Gwynn in 3DR. Like he literally showed everyone how to fail, um, and it wasn't his failure, by the way. It had nothing to do with him, in my opinion. But it's overpromising and underdelivering. It's the ability to scale manufacturing of the product. We have never seen a real DJI competitor sell at scale. I think the closest that we've seen is Autel, and Autel is supposed to launch a new drone at CES as well. But user interface, if, if the user interface, I remember where we were going, if the user interface is not easy to use, and if the user interface was copied from someone like DJI, where you're not getting the right information front screen, like what you see with the Mini 2 and the Mavic Air 2. And if Sony or other people copy that, we could have significant issues with the receiving of this drone. Because if you, again, hmm. it, I remember where I was going. If you, again, don't have the right information to fly this drone, we're going to have a lot of crashes. Why am I excited? I remember I was going to say dual smart batteries okay mm. in the video they showcase really big batteries and they showcase that they're smart batteries by showcasing the status on the battery when the battery is plugged in that's what i got out of it okay if the ui is easy to use pilots are given the right information and they're trained etc frankly 
this could be the enterprise package. Hmm. I mean, could be. Yes. Right now, okay, hypothetically speaking, because we haven't flown either one. Right now, hypothetically speaking, the 2021, the 2021 drone right now, if we're, if this is a horse race, uh, like Bobby Watts is out front because he already delivered. Okay. So he's kind of, he, the, the, the gates came down for Bobby because he's, he's off to the races literally. Sure. <laughs> but his horse is very expensive. It's his horse is real expensive. <laughs> he's got big hips. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so, and we don't know about this one yet in that regard. I would also say that the audience for Bobby Watts's drone really, I would say kind of supersedes the air peak and the Astro, you know, that said, the two that are right behind Bobby and could potentially quickly pass him is the Sony Airpeak and the Freefly Astro. And I think you really hit the nail on the head, Rob. What are the specifications? How much is this thing really going to cost? Because a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, at five to 10 grand, I'm probably not going to buy one. But I think a lot of people need to wake up to the fact that I think the days of cheap drones are gone. Well, but and a lot of people that already have the cameras um, that it would be best served to carry they very well might be on, on board. We don't know flight times either, right? Yeah, so we don't. There's a lot of unknowns with this thing, there but it's exciting. There really are. It's but fun. It, it's and fun. It, and let's go back to why it's really exciting because Rob needs to hit his one o'clock meeting, which is the fact that one, a huge camera manufacturer is making this. They can scale this. They have the ability to overcome the one problem that is shut down 3DR, that shut down Skydio. Well, they're not shut down yet, but and in fact, Skydio, even though you're the, the bratty kids on the Twitter block, we still want an American manufacturer. So, and we might not be tooting your horn, but we still have a horn. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> that said, um, honestly, this is more exciting than any other release I've seen. I know we're going to see an Autel release either today or tomorrow. I can't remember which day they said on their thing, but... I got way more excitement for this because Autel has done what DJI did, which is not listen to pilots. They still don't have a sensor denied flight mode. They still don't have a truly safe way. Like there's a lot of things that Autel could do. These things are so easy to fix. It's kind of ridiculous. But long story short is the market speaks. Well, okay. We could go on and on about that because you said they're really easy to fix, which implies, no, I understand, which implies they have their reasons for not fixing it. It's sort of the Steve Jobs perspective on product development and um, distribution, right? Yes, except the difference between Steve Jobs and the CEO of Autel is that Steve Jobs fundamentally understood the key to success, self-awareness, hard work, and listen to other people and surround yourself with smarter people. Well, he was yeah, the first again, person I don't know to say about the, the dumbest listen to pers- other people because he pretty much did his thing. Yeah. If you're talking about like his close circle, I don't, we don't need to get into this. No, we don't. The point is he didn't listen necessarily to what everybody was saying they needed. He told them what they needed and he was going to tell them how. Yes. So there is a model for that. There is. I guess is is all I'm saying. There is. And I know, and Steve Wozniak has said that he wasn't the most open-eared person, but I mean, the books that I've read about Steve Jobs showcase that he really tried to surround himself with people who were much smarter than him in subjects that he didn't know about. Absolutely. That's a different conversation. I mean, you don't get Apple to where he did without doing that, right? So tremendous amount to be learned there. Rob, just making the point. Anyways... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today, guys uh, and girls. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank There's going to be a lot more coming out of CES, and I'm sorry I couldn't bring it with Haya. I just thought Rob's 
look so much better on camera. So, <laughs> sorry, anyway. Haya. Yeah, sorry, buddy. On that bombshell, I'm shinier. <laughs> that's going to do it for us today. <laughs> Hasta la vista. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.